0: Scott Bauer, the CEO of Prosper Trading Academy, is joining us to talk commodities. Scott, welcome. Good to have you with us. And Thank well, you, thanks to you. A lot of focus on crude oil this morning. We're hearing of the U.S. releasing 50 million uh, barrels uh, of its SPR. And uh, I'm curious, is this a drop in, a bu- in the bucket, or is this enough to ease some of the price pressures we've seen and uh, some of the inflation concerns to energy prices on the rise?
1: I think it's just a step in the right direction. The the quantity of 50 million, honestly, is not going to make a big difference here. Maybe it takes a little bit of edge off of the marketplace. But the bottom line is 50 million barrels a day or 50 million barrels being released. That's about three days worth of our consumption. Also, this will not hit the market for about two to three weeks. So you know we've got to take that into consideration. So maybe it does take the edge a little bit off of of some of the supply constraints here. I think the bigger um, you know the bigger macro thing to think about this though, Ben, is is that the U.S. in coordination with India, China, Japan, Korea, and Britain, who who kind of wasn't in the at thoughts at the beginning part, they are now in this and have now kind of put their foot down and said, you know what. We're going to do what we can to combat what OPEC and OPEC Plus may not. So I, I don't see this as a as a big mover, a big driver to the price of oil right now. But this could be the start of something where now the oil market says, oh, you know what, they are, good. They are real about this. This is something tapping the SPR that they are doing.
0: Yeah, we're looking at price here right now, uh, currently lower on the day, down by about a third of a percent. I'm just kind of wondering if this is going to be a – sell rumor by fact, because crude has pulled back from 85 recently back down to 75. And uh, a couple good points there, Scott, in terms of uh, uh, the collective effort associated with this uh, initiative. It's not just the U.S. You mentioned India, uh, Japan, China, and uh, the U.K. ultimately. And I like that you brought OPEC into the discussion because they're the other side of it in many ways. And I mentioned at the top of the show, they said that this is unjustified under current market conditions. But yet, I'm hearing that they're meeting next week, and they could agree to add yep. more uh, to the uh, equation. Obviously, if they get upset or are threatened by this, the thought process being that they would actually pull back some of the production and uh, kind of uh, retaliate in many ways. But I'm hearing that they could actually step up and, uh, well, bring in more production.
1: Yeah, that, that meeting is set for December 2nd. And, okay. and I think there's a, there's a lot of political risk to this here in terms of what OPEC may do. Like you just said, they could look at it on both sides. They're gonna add more mm-hmm. production or they could say, you know what, we're, we're putting our foot in the sand here and, and we're actually gonna cut back. So in terms of what's this going to do to, to the price of crude, you know, in three weeks from now, I don't know. I do think though for right now, I think this is a little bit of a buy the rumor, sell the news type of event. I think we're gonna stabilize here at the 75 range. And I wouldn't be surprised to actually see crude start to tick up a little bit over the next Mm. few days.
0: I'm reading here that the president said he stands ready to take additional action if needed and is prepared to use his full authority, working in coordination with the rest of the world to maintain adequate supply as we exit the pandemic. So obviously, uh, that's a White House statement. I'm sorry, not the president uh, uh, exact quote, but uh, uh, definitely the focus here being on the inflation concerns here. Let's talk a little bit about uh, along the lines of this commodities discussion, Discussion: gold certainly on the minds of traders. And uh, with rates spiking yesterday, Powell's nomination, gold back down below 1,800.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, we saw gold trade almost up Nineteen hundred and hit massive, massive resistance, and the the whole theme, the whole you know mantra of gold being a hedge against inflation here. Honestly, for the last you know few months, six months or so, it has kind of fought that, and now with the news of Powell, what what happens is the market now has really um, a high degree of certainty, if you will, of what Powell's intentions are. Right, a lot of that volatility of Powell Brainerd what monetary policy is going to be that's kind of off the table mm-hmm. right now and 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 the market likes you know certainty the market doesn't like uncertainty but for gold here now that that you know it is well it's got to be confirmed but now that Powell is most likely going to you know stay as the Fed chairman here monetary policy probably doesn't change and i think that's why you're seeing sentiment on gold really sour losing the 18 handle the 1800 handle here I think we could see 1750 here rather quickly.
0: Scott, the dollar bid's not helping gold either. I mean, that was not a pretty good all. run up and another New Year high print. I mean, oftentimes it's just a matter of time, as we say, until it does start to take its toll on commodities. Crude oils come off, but certainly gold also with that strength in the greenback.
1: Oh, there's no doubt about that. That has been a correlation that we actually saw the two of them kind of working together mm-hmm. for a while, but that has absolutely split off as the dollar has really accelerated over the last month or so.
0: Scott, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the grain markets uh, while we're talking commodities wheat has been one of the uh, well markets that's attracting attention uh, new highs it continues to push uh, to the upside well the corn on the other hand the beans not necessarily is uh, exhibiting the same enthusiasm but if you're talking inflation ultimately uh, the other products coffee another one I mean these softs have been on the move to say the least. Unbelievably, and especially with wheat, focusing just on that, you
1: talk about the absolute perfect storm for prices to rise. You've got tightening supplies, increased demand, and also really bad weather. So Mm -hmm. massive rains in Australia, too dry here in the U.S. Plains. You've got shipping issues in Canada, and export taxes really hampering what's going on in Russia. So all of that combined, all of the big wheat producers here, they're you know, that's that's all all hampering what's going on here. And that's why we're seeing wheat prices as high as they've been in nine years.
0: Yeah, I wanna just pull up the chart here so we can take a look at that. And uh the as Scott mentioned here, uh well look at this move again up into the eight fifty level and levels that we haven't seen since we're talking December, end of twenty twelve, beginning of 2013, as they were on the decline from that 950 level, but you can see a nice move up here as they've bottomed out uh, over the last, well, four or five years, a nice run up off those uh, lows there. Scott, appreciate you joining us here to take a look at, uh well, some of the commodities that have been on the move, and certainly the dollar, a big part of this. We'll continue to watch and keep an eye on some of the products uh, that you've brought to our attention here today. Scott Bauer, thanks, Happy. Jo- thanks to you, I Scott.
1: I just want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, Ben.
0: Right back to you, uh, you and your Scott. Appreciate you joining us and all you do for us here. Scott Bauer, the CEO of Prosper Trading Academy,